Welcome to another How Is This podcast with me, Jerome Whittingham, editor and photographer. Now, this blooming virus has uh, changed a lot of things for a lot of people. In particular, a lot of art groups, a lot of arts events have had to be cancelled. That doesn't mean, though, that people's creativity has to stop. And it doesn't mean that people can't share their creativity together, too. So, in this podcast... Hull is This has teamed up with the Yada Yada spoken word group. The group is organised by Alice Godber. Say hello, Alice. Hello. <laughs> Alice, tell me how the Yada Yada uh, spoken word group came about. Um, it first started with, um, I was talking about some of my poetry that I wrote with um, Lucy Francis, the um, director of faculty at Hull School of Art and Design. And um, she said um, she would love to put on a night and would I be interested in organizing it and hosting it and um I'd just recently started attending some of the events like women of words and away with words and um I thought yeah um let's go for it it just uh, all started to come together and fall in fall into place and um how many times have you met then so far we've only had one meeting last month it was our first event and so you- um but it, it it was a really good um turnout actually and so you were due to meet again this month, I assume? Yeah, on Wednesday. Um, but obviously, um, due to the current situation, we had to um, put it on hold. Well, as we said in the introduction, we don't have to put it on hold, do we? We can get cracking with some we don't. With some spoken word and some poetry uh, from your writers. Tell me who we've, who we've got um, taking part this evening. What, what's going to happen? So this evening, we've got um, Rachel Thompson, Megan Longthorne, Pete Jordan, um, Esther Feeman, and uh, possibly a couple of pieces from me as well. Possibly a couple of pieces from you. Who's going first, Alice? Um, so first we have Rachel. Is Rachel ready? The microphone's yours, Rachel. Go ahead. Okay. So um, Alice has asked me to do a couple of poems. I thought I'd start by doing one of my very first poems I've ever written so I yeah I did this poem uh, back when I was about 17 18 in my old house and it was sort of a good therapeutic thing after I went through a pretty bad breakup so it's called abandonment issues what's on my mind today I hear you say I'm scared I'll lose the birds outside my window one day. The ones that sit in that tree every morning and sing, for it's a better song than any alarm clock did ring. A wake-up call I never ordered, but somehow always needed. See these sweet little birds? They greet me with bright hellos. On the mornings I feel so alone. Because it's 6.05 and I don't feel alive until I hear them sing. Am I still dreaming? They break the silence and I feel that feeling. They fill my veins with positive vibes so I can get up and strive to do greater things. They are that first sip of coffee on yawning lips, the ones that start you on your day. They are that warm glow of love you feel in your belly, the ones you wish would stay. And they are the sun's rays beating down on your skin on a warm summer's day. But I don't know how I'd cope if that sweet music no longer played, if one day these birds just flew away if they ventured to another place, if they needed more space, just like you did. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, a new poem. My work can be sometimes quite depressing and um, I've tried to do something a little more positive and upbeat um, and it's almost a note to self 
for when you're feeling quite apprehensive about the future. Um, it's quite fitting for the current situation we're in. Some days I can only think about the future a day at a time. So this is a poem for anyone who feels they've ever hit rock bottom and they don't really know what to do next. It's called What's Next? What's next? Will I feel love again? Will the pain ever end? I want that safe feeling of not being alone. I want to be held tight and not let go. Pick me up on the floor. Remind me how I was before. How far I've come. How well I've done. How a few years ago I would have succumbed to this pain I'm feeling. You've been down this road. You've carried heavier loads. Remember who you are now. Who are you now? A blessing in disguise to see the world with different eyes or a curse? Take me back to 2005 when my biggest worry wasn't how to be alive. It was trying to work out six times five or figuring out how to do the perfect dive. Tell me all the secrets. Tell me all the life hacks of happiness. I need to be all right again. I need to be a better friend. One who can see your problems because they have the mindset to do so. One who can attend the parties and the nights out without making up an excuse no more. Teach me how to be a better daughter, even if I was just better by a quarter. How can I fill people with joy when all I want to do is destroy myself? Search within, they tell me. Love yourself first. But how can I love the monster I am? What's next on the agenda? A decision I'll regret? Most probably. But am I willing to make that bet? Or could the next step be a life-changing, joy-fueled euphoria, the one I've been looking for? I guess it's time to open up that door and see for myself what could be next. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. Um, that's that's it. There's my poems. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> we had a few wobbles with a, a bit of yeah. sound dropout then. But hey, this is this is what we've got to put up with, I suppose. You know, podcasting, it's going to be rough and ready, but we're going to keep our brands going and we're going to keep that poetry flowing. So thanks very much, Rachel. That was lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Um, next up, um, we've got Megan. Hello. <laughs> um, so I think this first one is quite fitting for the times. Um, a lot of us, I know I certainly do, have a lot more time on my hands um, to really think about their future and what's going on etc so this one is called ambition hold on for a second what are you doing what do you want a 400 page anthology a dictionary with a thick dust jacket be incorrect they cannot teach authenticity a soft quilt lit in candlelight flickers shine reflects the ice the warmth of rioca tongue lips teeth stained purple and poisoned I want blurred lines, none of those, that's not right. It's my art and for that I must fight. I chose the wrong path, but there's no turning back. Sparsely scrawl notes in my spare time. Imagine paintings and pictures, the stories I could write. When the reality is, lab reports keep me up at night. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think just feeling not really complete, not good enough in a sense. Um, always feeling like you want someone to fix you kind of thing. Um, and it's called Loose Connections. I am surely built with loose connections, extra fragile in the wind. They confidently push, then pull, attempt to put me back together again. 
Their pieces don't fit, not a single straight edge, and corners are no place to start. Sigh solemnly, then walk away. Someone else will try another day. So I sit, unfixed, waiting for a miracle to bond my loose connections. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. That was lovely. Uh, hi, I'm Pete. Uh, I've been reading in Hull for, I don't know, five, six years now, maybe, and enjoying spoken word nights in Hull, which have all been cancelled because of the uh, COVID mess. So here I am online instead. Uh, these are kind of random chosen. They're not uh, in any particular sequence. This one's called From Touch. It's from 2016. Paths. History. Her story, joined, worn to warm smoothness on one hand, worn to hard plains, edges, channels on the other, feeling the rubbing of grip turning, swirling, forming us into the shapes we have become, meeting our forms together perhaps, weighing each in one palm, in the other, each warm, familiar, in balance, in a deeper congruity than their surface. It's the first one. Uh, this one from just last December is called Paused. I tend to short poems, so I could probably do so more than some tonight. Sit quietly with me, no words, soft presence, sharing the space just for a while, bridges past often, pausing, lingering under span, companionably, woven bonds, gifts to carry outside, outside into the cold, before moving on. I'm half finished, my mother was finished, so I tend to occasionally drop finished words into things, but because they're fitting for me, not to actually confuse people, or, or will for obscure antism, it's just because they fit for me. So this poem is actually called Olen, which is finished for I am. There's no finish in the poem itself, so you're all right. I am grey as a void. I am flesh torn to consume, stripped from bone. I am silent, scream. I am earthworm burrowing, making mulch. I am storm cloud lowering in dark light. I am stripped bare, eviscerated, waiting to be sold high after I die. But still, I'm alive here now, breathing still. I'll do one more. It's called Haunt. A haunting. An image. Last night masked layers semi-opacity. Shields. Broken eyes over broken minds. Trauma of physicality. Embodiment peeled into view. Ghosts whispered denial. Battened, battered, bubbling, transcendence. Burns, forbidden, desire, projected, twisted into fear. 
And yes, burning. Always there's burning. And there, I'll stop for tonight. Isn't it amazing how just pure words, simple words can actually change the feeling in a room? Yeah. I, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking how lovely it is that all of us were all coming together and sharing from our living rooms or from our offices. You know, it it should be something that we're all, you know, we're sharing. We're not sharing the same space, but we're sharing this moment. It's it's uh, It's quite nice. It's really special. Um, so up next, um, we have Esther. Oh, yeah. These are all to do with um, the current situation because it's the, been the only thing that's sort of like been on my mind for the last week or so. I'm supposed to be on holiday from work and um, turns out I've got a rather extended holiday to look forward to. So this is the only thing that, that's been on my mind. So um, I'll do three if that's okay. Yeah, of course. So this first one's called um, The March Head. Listen up. Breech-loading vitamins. Bittersweet misery. Parentheses omitting sins. Listen up. Washed and dried collagen. Kevlar toasters. Boron blenders. Boring bloody college kids. Listen up. Suave and simple shaving tins. Liposuction waiting lists. Discount gardening implements. Listen up. Gleaming plastic bargain bins, dead announcement carousel, online therapy ordering. Listen up. Children grey with bitumen, several days behind the fringe, limited edition flavoured mints. Listen up. Eel and Boulevard recycle men, placard mouths rehearsing blurbs, seven clear cut savings spent. Listen up. Return and fax the corporate spin, the length of which disparate knives retract and sign, agree all again. Listen up. Water and wind do nothing now. Sign and breathe without a frown. Down and out, lights out and drown. Uh, second one's called Dial. There was the endless rain, hammering awake on windows, long before sunrise. Grey nimbus hordes swallowing the midday sun, drenching on the way home. Piercing moons blotted by shadowy bulges, disgorging icy flecks in the night. Then the storms moved on. Remember? All those hurricanes and typhoons and monsoons and deluges, all with names for some reason. No more wet mornings in the new season. The sun blasts cracked, empty streets shut everything up against a vengeful earth. Turn the volume of life all the way down to the softest hum. We have all been washed away back inside as if the earth herself had given us one last reprimand. And now we have to obey through dusty window panes both worlds quietly watching each other grow older. And this last one's called Chorus. A robin flew down on a branch beside a crow, and both looked through a window at the people inside. What do you see, said the robin. A lot of people who have run out of ideas, said the crow. They bicker and squabble. Nothing changes for them despite the risks they take, that they know. They always do so much harm to us and each other. I have no sympathy for their struggles. The robin watched a mother picking up her baby. Both were crying. They do the best they can, said the robin. Their lives are much more complicated than ours. They have so many more worries. And we don't, retorted the crow. 
I worry because of them, how careless they are all the time, how they give in to their passions so easily instead of following their own advice. They are fools and they do not care. We share the earth with them all the same, said the robin. They don't wish harm at the bottom of it all, just to live in peace. In these, in these days, they can't. They haven't known peace for a long time, it seems. The mother and baby continued to cry, silent in their home. The crow looked up and away. They are learning, slowly, said the robin. That young one there will not treat us the same. They do not deserve to live in fear. Maybe if they had practiced just one more frugal day, they would not be so afraid, said the crow, as he flew away, leaving the robin alone to watch the humans breathe out the coiled scream of the world. It is such an unfortunate time for all of us, sighed the robin. And that's it, thanks. Some some real poignancy in that, Esther. Uh, I loved that that sort of litany of listen up, listen up to this, listen up to that in, in your first poem, uh, The March Head. You know, what are we all having to listen up to now, do you think? That's a, a question to any of you, really. The announcement at half past eight. Well, yes. <laughs> very true, Esther, very true. I guess uh, That's gonna be. We're, we're just listening up to the news every single day, aren't we? We have no control over what's going on at the moment. And um, for quite a lot of us, I think, it's that lack of control that we're now feeling and we don't know how long this is going to last for. Any, anybody else? What what came to mind when you were being sort of prompted to listen up? It might be me just being a little bit hippie-shake-shake. <laughs> but um, for me, it was some form of higher something it was kind of telling us to be a little bit less selfish, um, look after each other, look after the world and everything else. I think a lot of people, I know I can, I'm guilty of it too, be quite narrow-minded and, you know, one-track-minded kind of thing and not really think about the wider issues um, and the people around me that need help on that level. It's great, isn't it, that we're able to still communicate with each other. You know, we're all sitting in yeah. different rooms all over the city. But actually, we're together. We're sharing some creativity. That's what these podcasts are going to be going to be about in the in the coming months. So, Alice, you've got a couple of pieces that you're you're going to share with us to finish off. Yes, I do. Um, so this um, this first piece I'm going to read is called um, "I Miss You," and um, I wrote it about my dad. Um, but um, the intention of it is to hopefully relate to people of a wider audience who may be, especially with the current situation, you know, can't see friends, they can't see family, um, they can't see colleagues. And so this is for them as well. So it goes. I miss you. You used to eagerly watch the news. You used to follow bad weather. Pretend you were a storm chaser. Happy memories. You always had to know the facts. Be in the know. I felt safe with you. I miss you. You would have found a way to make us smile. Shared your love. Known what to say. You had so much to give. These times we face today. They make me think. About how you should be here. With me. 
with us. I miss you. You are always in my thoughts, especially in hard times, quite like the ones we face today. You would have held my hand. You would have told me everything will be okay. Will they? I miss you. And um, this this next piece um, that I want to um, read, it's um, I, I wrote it last week, actually. I went to um, a workshop at Artlink and um, there was a group of us sat around a table and um, they wanted to do icebreakers. And one of the icebreakers is think of some think of an object that you love and tell us what it is. And luckily, I mean, I was the last one because I worked out. So I had, I had quite a lot of time to think about it. But I remember thinking, I haven't thought about this before. I've, I've got no idea. I was drawn a complete blank. But then I remembered um, my dad's aftershave, <laughs> which is just a really, it's a really random object. But I have it in my, um, in um in, in our old family house, um, he used to have his aftershave in the bathroom. But um, obviously, after he passed away, I, we moved house. And so I've got his old bed and I've got his um, bedside tables. And so I've put in one of the bedside tables um, his wedding ring and his aftershave. And it's just in this drawer. And I always forget about it. But going to this workshop made me remember. And um, it was nice. Um, so here we go. Here we go. The aftershave, an object I love, something that once was, your smell, a distant memory, in the bedside drawer. The aftershave, an object I love, because you're not here anymore, an object I forget about, tucked away in that old drawer. I love when I remember. The aftershave, the object I love. It hurts when I smell it now. You used to put too much on. But I would do anything to have that smell drift past once more. The aftershave. It is an object. No, no, it's a smell that I love. It is you, your presence, your smile, everything. The aftershave. That is the object. I was asked to ex- find and explain of love possession. It's been a long while. I had forgotten. But now I've been reminded again. Thank you. And that's, that's what I've got. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Alice. That, that was really lovely. Alice, how can people get in touch with Yada Yada? So we have um, we have an Instagram account um, called Yada Yada Spoken Word. The same again for our Facebook page. Um, you can follow us, um, send us a message, and we get in, get back in touch almost day, you know as soon as possible. Um, I also have a poetry page if people wanted to get directly in touch with me. That's just called Alice Godber Poetry. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that time together. It's been lovely to be able to host the Yada Yada group in a Hell Is This podcast. We're going to be doing more of these in the future. So do get in touch with Alice if you'd like to join in with the next Yada Yada um, Hull Is This hosted podcast. It'd be lovely to have your contributions 
thanks for listening. It's been really good to be in your ears. Make sure you're following Hull Is This across all of the social media. And until next time, bye for now. Stay bright. <laughs>